Praise the Lord. You know, last Sunday, Pastor Ray challenged us. Challenged us and reminded us from the book of Mark that Jesus, the King of Kings, will come back again. Who among you are excited for His return? Who among you are excited for Jesus' return? Palakpakan natin ating Panginoon. Kung excited tayo for His return, then the question is this, how are we living our life? If we anticipate for His return, Pastor Ray shared to us, we ought to be ready. He said, He ought not to be astray for false teaching. We ought to be on guard and we ought to be awake. Dapat gising. So picking up from what he has shared last Sunday, today we will further look in the last point, the importance of staying awake. But before that, I'll tell you a story. Um, I was talking to a one lady, sabi niya sa akin, we're talking about sleeping, kaya tingnan mo kung katabi mo ay natutulog na. Kitang-kita ko kayo dito. May camera dyan. So I was speaking to this lady and telling me a story about how she counseled a sister. So this sister called her and said, Sister, sister, pwede ba magpa-counsel sa'yo? Sige, sige, punta ka. That's 10 p.m. So dumating yung sister and then sister said, Okay, let's talk. So nagka-counseling, yung sister na ito na, na nagka-counsel was listening to the story of that lady who was pouring her heart. Habang nakatitig, nakakinig, dahan-dahan yung Sabi nung isang sister-sister, wrong timing ba? Babalik na lang ako ng bukas. So sabi naman siya, naman nahiya, naantok. O oh, sige, don't worry, stay, stay, stay. So habang nag-uusap pa rin, while they're talking, you... nakatulog na. So sinabi nung isang, yung sister na yun, bukas na lang po ako babalik. So she steadily dozed off, started so slowly she, she fell asleep. And there's another story. I was having time with the youth yesterday, and one of them were driving this. Nasa NS siya, and he's driving this. And while he was driving it, he told me he started to fall asleep. Derecho. Dahan-dahan. So he struck slowly to, slowly drift to the other lane. Buti may kasama siya at ginising siya. Now, driving this is so dangerous. It's danger to himself and dangerous to the others. And at the same time for us as Christians, the scripture said, stay awake. Kaya sabi mo sa atabi mo, stay awake. Because in our spiritual journey, we have to stay awake or else it will hurt us or it will hurt the people around us. You see, most of the time, I would, I would say all of you would agree, walang tao na paghiga niya sa higaan, tulog agad. Dahan-dahan yan. La, 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 la. La, la, la. is dahan-dahan. Walang tao na paghiga sa upuan o paghiga sa, paghiga sa, sa bed, automatic matutulog. Dahan-dahan yan. Maybe few seconds, few minutes. 
Some of you have few hours kasi ang daming iniisip. But you will fall asleep unaware. And as Christian, we have to be focused. We have to be awake. And it's very subtle. Dahan-dahan tayo makakatulog. Kaya bantay-bantay mo yung katabi mo ngayon. Kasi dahan-dahan din yan. It's a slow process. Unknowingly, you're already asleep. Now, inaintindihan ko, some of you are so tired. But yung, if, just tell that person, sabi mo sa katabi mo, sister, ako'y pagod, gisingin mo ako if I nakakatulog. Help each other. If we desire to grow in our discipleship, if we desire to have a vibrant spiritual life, then we need to be alert and awake. Say alert. alert. Awake. awake. Today, we need to have an urgent need to be sober and vigilant. I was reading an article in Desire and God. Sabi dito, the call to sober-mindedness or being awake is a warning against spiritual sleepiness and spiritual laziness. Ibig sabihin, may mga Christian pala na patulog-tulog o pa- papetiks-petiks. Palazy-lazy. Because if we are to go and stay awake, we need to counter our spiritual drowsiness. Or else, our pilgrim journey, we will slow down. If we are a runner, like the scripture said, we should run and aim the prize. If we begin to sleep, hindi tayo makakarish yung destination, babagal-bagal. The scripture said, we are like soldier. And a soldier should have to be awake or else when the enemy will come, he will be caught by surprise. In the text that we will be reading, it speaks there of a servant. If you're a servant of God, you have to be awake because when Jesus comes, He wants you to be doing what the Lord is telling you to do. So I've entitled this sermon, Be Watchful. And we'll be reading from Mark 13, verse 32 to 37. And I invite all of us to rise as we read God's Word today. You can read along with me. Be watchful. Mark chapter 13, verse 32 to 37. Let's read together. But concerning that day or that hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. Be on guard, keep awake, for you do not know when the time will come. It's like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home, he put his servants in charge, each with his work, and the commands the doorkeeper to stay awake. Therefore, stay awake. For you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight, or when the rooster crows, or in the morning, lest he come suddenly and find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, stay awake. Let's pray. Lord, this is your word. You are reminding your church to stay awake. And I pray, Lord, that as we would listen to your word, as we will dive into your scripture, I ask, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to illuminate it so that we will understand it clearly. I pray, Lord, if anyone have a tired body because of busy week or busy night last night, I pray that you awaken their heart and give them attention so that they will hear your still small voice speaking to our hearts today. Salamat po, Panginoon. I pray for the Living Word Fellowship that all of us 
not from just the pastor, but all of us, Lord, to our children, that they will have a sense of urgency in our heart, a sense of call to stay awake. So, salamat for this day we have, Lord. Holy Spirit, come take over. Kayo po ang kumausap sa amin. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before you sit, tell that person, stay awake. You see, in chapter 13, Jesus was speaking to the disciples. And if you read the context, they were interested on when things would happen. And in their discussion, Jesus did not indicate the day and the time or the hour where all these things will happen. He gives signs, He gives some things that you would notice, but He did not indicate when the day and time where the Son of God will come. However, He gave, he gave them instruction. He gave them a way what a kind of attitude or action that they should do as they wait for His return. It is clear he are, they are calling them to stay awake. Not only them, but the scripture says that to all, which is it belongs to us, that we are all to stay awake. In the few verses that we have read, we see few repeats. Sabi don't keep awake, stay awake, stay awake. Four times it, it was repeated. You see, the praise stay awake was repeated various times in this verse. And it comes from this Greek word, Gregorio. It's not just being awake, nagising. But there is a level of intensity. It's not just because your eyes are open, ay gising ka. May mga tao na bukas ang mata, pero tulog pa. Yung mind nila ay nandun pa. You have experienced that? But you hear the call of stay awake, it means what? It's to watch, to give strict attention, to be cautious and to be careful, to be active, to be concerned. To be vigilant and to be diligent. It's a call, not, it's not just a temporary action, not just a moment lang na yon, but it's a thing that is an urgent call of an ongoing posture of life. Hindi sinabi nun, oh, be awake lang pag ganiting period. No, he said, stay awake while I'm, while you're waiting for me. Stay awake. Kaya is an ongoing posture of life of vigilance and diligence. Kaya walang day off. Kaya sabihin mo, wala kang day off, sister. Walang day off of being day. You see, the cry for God's people to stay awake is not only mentioned by, by Jesus. But it was echoed by many of the apostles. Notice in the writings. It was repeated a number of times. Let me show you an example. See, Paul here is telling them, So let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. Now, Paul again wrote to the Corinthians, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, and be strong. There are so many verses that telling the people of God to stay awake in Colossians. For two, continue steadfastly in prayer, being what? Being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Prayer and being watchful. You can read that in Revelation. There's one church there. He says there in Revelation 3, verse 3, 
It says they remember then what you receive and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. If you will not wake up. So there's an intensity, there's an urgent call for churches, for Christians, for followers of Jesus Christ to be awake and not slumber. So this being God's call throughout generation. And my question is this, how can we be vigilant? What are areas in our life that we should give special attention? And let me suggest a few things that how we can respond. How we should be watchful so that it will not lead us into spiritual slumber. If our desire is to be alert, to be awake, then there are a few things that we need to watch. There are three things today that we'll discuss. There are things that we will need to watch over. There are things in life that we need to watch against. And there are things in life that we need to watch for. So the first point is this. There are things in life that we need to watch over. There's a quote that I saw. It says here, Every man in his own neighbor, nearest neighbor. And so his worst enemy is nearest to him. None capable to do us so much harm. Who is your nearest, nearest neighbor? My sumagot family daw. Pwede, pwede. But look at this statement. What does it say? Who is your nearest neighbor? Sarili mo. And he is your worst enemy. You see, this statement is true because the greatest threat, the greatest threat in our spiritual walk is not the person beside you. It's not the pastor. It's not the things that, that, that external. The greatest threat in our spiritual walk is yourself. It's you. Kaya sabi mo sa katabi mo, it's you. It's us. Therefore, it requires us to watch over two areas in our life. To watch over what? Watch over our mind. And watch over our hearts. Let's look at our mind. See, our mind are broken because of sin. We have to watch over our mind. Our minds are broken in, because of sin. And clearly in the scripture, it describes the condition of our mind. It's a troubled mind. It's a depraved mind. It's a sinful mind. It's a dull mind. It's a blinded mind. It's a corrupt mind. Because of sin, it had, this happened. None of us can say, yung iniisip nyo ay forever pure. Who can say that? Malinis ang iniisip nyo forever and ever. There will be moment of time you think that's not maayos. Nakita mo yung kaibigan mo na umutang sa'yo. Naglalakad sa church. Kaka-amen mo palang, naglalakad dyan. Anong nasa isip mo? Nakita mo yung care group leader mo, naglalakad dyan. Hindi ka pinansin. Hindi kasi, hi. Anong nasa isip mo? Because of sin, our mind is corrupted. Even in, when we surrendered our life to Jesus, our mind still struggled because we are still in the process of sanctification. Process of being changed and being renewed. 
Kaya there's a clear instruction by Paul. Paul said this in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. He is reminding us on how we should respond. He says here, Raise again the knowledge of and take every thought captive to obey. Take every thought captive to obey. If one you start thinking, once you're entertaining thoughts, you pass to your mind, ang automatic mong gagawin is to take it captive. Wag mong i-entertainin. Wag mong iisipin agad o i-entertain. You have a problem in your fast. Ten years ago, nakita mo yung kaaway mo sa Facebook. Pagkita mo sa Facebook, nagre-repeat ang history paano ka sinaktan. Paano ka pinagchismisan. Dumating pa sa Pilipinas, sa UK, ang issue. You repeat the history in your mind. When you experience that, take it captive. Don't entertain it. Or else you become bitter. May nag-comment sa'yo dahil binoto mo si ano. Ibang kulay niya. Ibang kulay niyong dalawa. Because of the words that person said, even your words you said, you repeat again. Nanalo na nga kayo eh. You repeat that issue in your mind. Once you reach that point, take it captive. Don't entertain it. Or else, once you entertain it, the way you look at people would be different. Take everything captive. But instead, this is what Paul said. He said, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. As to take captive of that thought, replace it with pure, with right things that's honorable to the Lord. Nag-Facebook ka, mayroon nag nag-TikTok. Isayaw, iuso pa naman yung sayaw na sexy. O mga lalaki. Pe Facebook ka, sumasayo sa TikTok yung babae. Anong respond mo? Lalike mo? share mo? Magko-comment ka? Tititigan mo para mas save sa utak mo? Or will you repeat the thought in your mind? Because what you see, very hard to erase. Eh. How would you respond? Is it pure to think of someone else when you are married? Is it pure to think of someone else na hindi mo asawa? It's impure. What is what's noble? Tingnan mo na lang picture ng asawa mo. Love na love ko siya. Ba't hindi ka nagsising? But you're not sinning. You see, media today is so exposed. Pornography last time into pornography now is different. Pornography last time is by magazine. And so hard to find magazine. But now, it's just a click of a finger. It's there. I've heard even 12, 11 years old kid would watch. 
so the thing will run in your mind. But how can we think of those honorable things? You know what? Romans 12 says that do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewal of my mind. How can we reform, transform our mind by meditating God's word, keeping his promises and his character in our heart, in our mind? Kung, kung mga information lang ng utak mo ay puro kay Tulfo, wala kang panglaban. You know, it's simple. Either your mind is filled with, by, with the world or your mind is filled by God's Word. If you're filled with the world, you see the way you interact and how you live your life. But if you're filled with God's Word, the way you think, the way you interact with people will be different. Kaya tingnan mo katabi mo, paano siya ngayon? Is, tingnan mo yung utak niya, yung dito niya, ang tawag dito? Tingnan mo. Sabi mo, think what is pure and true. Not only that we are called to watch over our mind, we are called to watch over our heart. This is a statement that uh, Pastor Brian Hedges said, the dif greatest difficulty after conversion is to keep our heart with God. The greatest challenge after we have surrendered our life to God is to keep our heart to God. You know, if you're honest enough and sincere enough in your faith, in your journey, you will feel the tense and the tension there. You will feel that uh, experience na parang ang hirap. Because there's always a challenge that's taking place in our heart. There's always a tension trying to capture our attention and affection towards this Jesus. And if we are not careful, our heart will be easily drawn away. Even the things that God has provided as a blessing, it can be an idol in our life. It can be your work, it can be your job. It can be your success, those of God given by the Lord. But it can be an idol if your eyes is set on those things. Do you know what Proverbs 4.23 says? It says here, Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Keep your heart, guard your heart. And who is this person who wrote this? This is King Solomon. And you know the life of King Solomon. King Solomon is a chick boy. Why? He have 1,000 plus plus na yun ha, concubine and wife. And sabi doon, he, yeah, a lot. <laughs> and the scripture that he's the wisest of kings, full of wisdom, yet his heart is far away. Let me read to you in 1 Kings 11 verse 4, it says here, for when Solomon was, was old, his wives turned away his heart after other gods. He is full of wisdom. Remember, again, his wife turns away his heart from other gods. And his heart was not wholly true to the Lord his God, as was the heart of David his father. Despite of his knowledge, despite of his wisdom, his heart is still drawn away from worshiping the true God and worshiping to other gods. You know what's the difference between him and David? 
Solomon might be smart and have full of wisdom. David have a pure heart, always coming to the Lord. Lord, come, change my heart. Dahil pum, da, doesn't mean pumasa ka sa IBI, SOL, or I myself might be graduating in Bible school, automatic na my heart is pure. Kahit how long Christian you are now, kahit magdebati ka pa sa Facebook, the Lord still look at our heart. You know what Paul warned Timothy? What will happen in the last days? He says here, in 2 Timothy, he says here, but understand this, that in the last days, there will come a time of difficulty for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen, we consider lover of pleasure rather than lover of God. You don't need to read the statistics. You already can see in the scripture what the scripture said. And anyone say the scripture is outdated, read this. He already determined what will happen in the last days. And we are seeing it there now that people are loving themselves more than loving their God and the way they live their life and the way they pursue life and the way they think. We are in the last days. We are becoming lover of self rather than loving our God. And I thank God for the day that Pastor Ray started this sharing because there's a call for us to check our heart. There's a call for us to come to the Lord and say, Lord, my heart have neglected you. I'm coming to you, Lord. The call the Lord calls us to humble ourselves. You know, I'll be proud, not I'll be proud, and I'll be happy if Living Word Fellowship is. I'll, I'll, I'll be more proud even though ganito lang size natin. Pero mahal na mahal natin ang Diyos. That we love Him. Let's check our heart. Even myself from the pulpit. What are the things that I love the most? What are the things that we are struggling with to give up to the Lord? Are we lovers of pleasures? Or lovers of God. Don't tell me na Christian ka na or you have, have hold that belief, certain belief, na okay ka lang, but check your heart. You see, Jeremiah 17, it says here, the heart is so deceitful above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? The answer there in verse 10, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. I can never read your heart. I can never read your mind. But the Lord knows what's happening in your heart and your mind. And the Lord calls us to come to Him and He will reveal to you the condition of your heart. When was the last time you prayed this prayer? You know what's this thing about David in comparing to his son Solomon? Is he constantly come to the Lord and he wrote Psalms 19.14. He said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. When was the last time in our prayer time? When was the last time we come to the Lord and say, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. When was the last time you come to God and say, 
change my heart. Watch over yourself. Watch our mind in our heart. I'm angry because I'm preaching to myself, huh? Because it's been a while I come to the Lord and said, Lord, change my heart. I just pray all the prayer requests that we receive. I just pray my requests. But, but I couldn't remember when was the last time I said, Lord, may the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Because if it's left unchecked, we will no longer, if it's left unchecked, we become lovers of pleasure, rather lovers of God. We need to watch over ourselves, our minds in our hearts. Secondly, there are things that we need to watch against. There are things we need to watch against. There are things that we need to watch against and we need to be alert to the danger and deceitfulness of the enemies that we will face. And there are three things that we will face here. We will face the enemies from the world, the flesh, and the devil. Hindi lang puro yung demonyo, ito na naman si devil. Kawawa naman siya. Huwag niyo palaging sisihin siya. There are times our flesh. There are times in the world. So the scripture says, when he speaks the world, there are many meanings. One, it represents people. Man, world, it represents the earth. But it also represents, um, in writings of Peter, James, and John, it describes values in cultures, in the attitude or, or spirit that's against God. Kaya pag sinabing world, yung kamunduhan, there's a dichotomy. Either you're in God or in the world. See, James chapter 1, verse 27, it says to keep oneself unstained from the world. 1 John 5, 19, it says, you know that we are from God and the whole world lies in the power of the evil one. So there's distinction. See, the values of the world and the values of God's kingdom are totally different and opposite. Totally different and opposite. And many times, it contradicts each other. And if we are not watchful, the world will detect the way we live our life, influencing our mind, influencing our will, and even our desires. I give you an example. During election, you see people who are Christian posting so much thing online. Okay lang ba mag-post? Okay lang kung tama. Walang masama. You can... Pero mali yung pag nag-aaway-aaway na kayo. If constructive, go ahead. But if you just post because you want and you will hit somebody and you comment to hurt that person dahil galit mo, no longer about politics because galit ka na sa tao eh. Now you're responding to the way of the world. Now as Christian, we should be the light. Bakit ka nandun? Tapos magpo-post pa. Oh, nanalo kayo na kayo. Balik nyo na yung utang nyo. (laughs) 
na. Huwag nang ganun. Alam mo nang ang talo eh, bakit mo pagaganyanin? Ipapahid mo pa sa sugat niya. You know, we are all supposed to live apart, set apart for God. And we're not supposed to play in the playground. You don't go in. You can command, go ahead. But control, the way you respond should be what? Fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. Yes, patience. Hindi bira ng bira, bahala basta ikaw. Ito, you know, it does not show good things as as Christian. How the world works, one, notice another aspect is this. The scripture clearly says that watch against the world. One way that the world will penetrate you in your life is your friends. Tingin mo yung katabi mo. They are the one influencing you. 1 Corinthians 15.33 Do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. You cannot say you're strong and then dun gagawin ka. You know, it will suck you in to their values and morals. So choose your friends right. Kaya sabihin mo sa katabi mo, finally, buti nandiyan ka. <laughs> choose your friends right. Lastly, values of the world can influence you the way you behave and think and pursue. And let me read this to you. First Timothy, But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It's through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. This is Paul telling Timothy, Now, it's nothing wrong to be rich. Nothing wrong to really work hard. God calls us to be faithful and be really diligent in our work. Nothing wrong to go do your business. Some of you, I know you have business. It's good. Go ahead. It's nothing wrong to really plan ahead so that your family have a better future. Nothing wrong with that. But the problem is this. Once you're pursuing this more than God, then that's the issue. Sunday, anong unahin mo? Church or ewan ko anong gagawin mo? Church or ito? You see? There's a challenge now in values. Ano mas importante? Ang Panginoon or ito? Now you have a choice. Some of you have no choice. You really have to work. But if you have a choice, which one will choose? This work all these things that I'm trying, I can get more money. Now, when you go to that position, it speaks of your values. Are you living in God's value or the world's value? The world will automatically choose this, but as people of God, you search Him first. Because when you search Him, seek ye first the King of God in all His righteousness, in all these things will be added into you. What all those things you need? That's a response of knowing the Lord is our provider. Values. Second, the flesh. We have to watch against the flesh. The flesh will always be in contradiction to the Holy Spirit. We read that in Galatians chapter 5. The fruit of the Spirit in the works of the flesh. 
and the flesh will continue to be awakened. If we are no longer, if we are not walking in the Spirit, if we are not living in the Spirit, if we are not directed by God's Word, we begin to live by the flesh. At yan ang ang problema. We should not underestimate this. Because the flesh can capture us and entangle us into a sin. We should recognize where our weak spot. All of us are different. All of us are weak spot. May mga errors tayo na kailangan na hindi alam na kamakaibigan mo. Yung pakainaan mo. All of us are differences. And the response should be different also. Let me give you an example. Who among you are marites? Taas kamay. Sige, taas mo kamay mo. Birth certificate mo yan, ha? Who among you marites? You know what it means? Okay. Slay. Kung alam mo ay kahinaan mo ay being marites, pag may nakita ka ng marites na grupo doon, huwag ka pupunta doon. If you know that group is gossipers, do not join. Or else all the more masasanay ka, tahanap-hanapin mo ang latest news. That's the flesh. Tell me in the scripture, go and marites. No. There's no in the scripture said, think what's pure, talk what's right. It's, it's there. So if you know that this group, ayan, mga yan, marites, wag kayong sasama. Stay out or else you're gonna sin. Some of you, some of us, madaling magselos. Envious. Nakita mo yung sister mo, maganda ang bag. Spade. Ano? Kate Spade. Hindi ko alam yung brand na yun. Gusto mo rin Kate Spade. Yung sister mo pumunta sa Paris. Ikaw din gusto mag-Paris. Anong gagawin mo? Dahil of the jealousy, nakita mo sa Facebook. Hindi mo naman kaya. Utang, alang utang, lang utang, lang utang, utang, utang. To the point na nabaon ka sa utang. Because you want to feed that jealousy in your heart. Stay away, you know that? Then don't post, don't watch, don't look at Facebook. Live in your means. That's the flesh. Now some of us men, I'm speaking to you, we're struggling with lust. We're struggling with lust. Facebook now or social media, there's a lot of pictures that will control our mind. Kaya bigay mo na yung password ng phone mo sa asawa mo. Bigay mo. Be accountable to her. If you're struggling with lust, switch off your phone. If not necessary. Or else the enemy, the next one, the enemy, the devil. He says here the devil is like, is a, a sober... He, be sober-minded, be watchful because the devil will prowl around like a rolling lion seeking someone to devour. He knows our weakness. He watches our moves. He might not see our heart, but nakita yung movement mo. And the enemy, like roaring lion, have you watched Discovery Channel? Paano ang lion umatak? He would crawl slowly and he will not attack the biggest, biggest elephant. He will attack the weakest one. 
when you're in the weakest moment point of your life, when you are struggling, that's or you're, when you're isolated, that's where the enemy is getting ready to pounce on you. And you have to be careful. I was speaking to a man. And he talked to me his struggle. I have asked his permission about this. He told me that he failed. I said, why? Somebody shared to him an app. And he downloaded the app. Dating app. So he date. So my naming nagkumausap sa kanya. So he found a date. Nag-date sila one time, two times. And the third time, in-invite siya sa bahay niya. And the story goes on. And he approached me and said, you know, Kuya, I failed God. And he's telling me, you know, I was struggling because I know it's wrong, but yet my flesh wants it. You know, when you entertain the flesh, when you know that, you, that sin that you are struggling with, if you kept on entertaining it, it will entangle you and hinder you from running and pursuing the prize. And I told him, you know, the Lord will help you. There are areas in our life have to be cut off. A strict cut off. There's things in our life that we have to be drastic. And by God, the help of God, He will help us. See, the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. See, the enemy will try to tempt us, discourage us, persecute us. But we know this. The Lord is the one that He'll restore. As we come to the Lord in repentance, it is, He's the one who will build us up once again. When you entertain sin, I mentioned this before, it's like a small monkey that you feed with a banana. I told you many times, you feed that monkey with a banana, it becomes a chimpanzee. You beat some more that banana, it become what? A gorilla. And you feed in the feed again. What will happen to that, gor- that, that gorilla? It become King Kong. <laughs> and you're no longer able to release yourself because that sin controls you. As early as possible. I'm speaking to our ma- fellow men here. As early as possible, cut off anything that's hidden and unseen. If anyone of us are struggling with our flesh, come to the Lord and He will help you. Ask God for His Spirit to work in you. Because only Him that will help us and become, make us overcomer of that sin. First, watch over. Second, there are things that we need to watch against. The world the flesh and the devil. Lastly, there are things that we need to watch for. We need to watch for season of our lives. And we also need to watch for each other. Let me read here. You see, as we wait for Jesus' return, we will go to different season of life. 
And each season of life will affect our spiritual condition if we are not watchful. We read in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 to 8. Let me read a few of them. For everything there is season, a time for ma every matter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, a time to pluck and to be planted. So there's a lot of that. There are seasons in our life as we wait upon God's return, for Jesus' return, we will go to season. And this season, if we are not watchful, if we are not careful, we will be derailed and we fall asleep. Let me give you an example. There are moments in our life that we will be successful. There are moments in our life that will be plenty. Plenty of food, so much blessing, so much good things happening in our life. Rejoice in the Lord when you experience this. But always, always never forget that all the things that you experience come from the Lord or else you become proud. There are seasons in life You might have been stable in your work or even education. Those success you have, those success that we have attained, is God's ordained. And we have to say, Lord, make me humble and I should not be proud. There are moments in our life that we go to trials and disappointment. Those moments that the Lord allows us to experience disappointment and trials if we are not careful, we will fail to see God's hand, God's sovereign hand in purpose at that moment. There's a danger that we become bitter to Him or bitter to the people that have hurt us. Remember Joseph? He was sold. But the later part of his life, he said, you meant to harm me, but God meant it for good. Each season we step, our valuable moment where we can learn more of God. A moment that is a time for us to awake ourselves and not slumber. There are also seasons of change. There are moments that God is telling you to stay or to go. There are moments in life that God is telling you to hold on or let go. All of us want to be comfortable. All of us want to be, there's no change. No one should rock the boat. But there are times that God will push you so that you will act in faith and go deeper in His walk. There's season. Many years ago, the church were off offering for me to enter, but I was still in Sumitomo in my work. I wanted to leave the time. I, I mentioned many times. Now, I wanted to leave that job many times and the offer is there but i was praying lord why 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 i can't leave why i, I want to really resign Ayoko na makita si. so i wanted to resign many times and there's an offer sabi ko perfect time Ayoko na my offer but i prayed and said and deep in my heart, simple, stay put. The three or four years I stayed, all the more, is a moment of suffering to me. Akala ko smooth. All the more, nagbago, nagbago yung boss. I was struggling for three years. Sabi ko, I made a mistake. I should have jumped ship. Umalis na dapat ako earlier. But you know what? God taught me 
so much moment at that hardship while I was struggling that work. God used that moment to prepare me, to prepare my heart for ministry. You see, I was serving the hardest boss I ever experienced in my life. I was serving him. I was, I, I was so tired of serving him. I wanted to leave. But you know what? God taught me how to serve in love. I served him until I left because God prepared me to serve you. So there are times in our life, season that we will go through. And those seasons are moments to keep us awake and alert for what the Lord is calling us to do. Lastly, watch for each other. Being watchful is not a call of individual. It's a call collectively as God's people. It's a call for the church to come together and be reminded that we are not alone. To journey together so that we can tell the person beside you, wake up. Kaya sabi mo sa atabi mo, wake up. Church, while we wait for Jesus' return, I pray that we will wake each other up. See here, stir up one another to love and good words, not neglecting to meet together as a habit of some, but encouraging one another, encouraging one another, and all more as you see the day drawing near. As the day draw near, encourage watch one another. Kaya titigan mo yung mata na katabi mo. Kung aantok-antok yan, sabihin mo, sister, gising na. Stay awake. As I conclude, as we wait for Jesus' return, we are to be watchful. We need to watch over our heart and our mind. We should watch against the world, the flesh, and the devil. And watch for the seasons of our life and for each other. Let me conclude with this short story about this man, Robert Morey. Last year, we read about, we were reading our, our Bible journey. Remember Bible journey? Mark Cheney. This is him. Ayan yung Facebook profile picture niya. Gusto niya yung right side, pangit daw yung left side eh. So ito yung profile picture niya. This is Robert Moray Makini. He's a pastor. He only lived for a short while. Not that long. But he impacted so much people. And even last year, we were using his Bible reading. That's him. In Bible plan, that's him who wrote it. You know, he desired to please God. So he developed a way in how he should reform his life. He would practice confession in the morning or at nighttime before he sleep. Hindi lang matutulog, Lord, thank you, Lord, sa gabi, ha? Amen. He would take time before he would sleep to confess any sin that he, that he have committed. 
And each time, the day, a moment that he would check a regular time of self-examination in prayer. And then he would list errors that he would come to the Lord in the struggle shop. That is how he lived his life. That's why he wrote a particular book named Personal Reformation. And as he's doing this, he's being reminded that we need diligence. But not only diligence, we need dependence. A person can be diligent, but all the more we need to be depend on the Lord. So, because we can never do it by ourselves. And he said that, and a growing awareness of personal weakness joined with bold prayer confidence in the Savior's office sufficient. As you recognize your weakness, as we recognize our failure, as we recognize our weak spot, all the more you come to the Lord and ask for His mercy. And he said this, as he's so watchful in his life, he said this, do not take up your time so much with studying your own heart as with studying Christ's heart. For one looks at himself, takes ten looks at Christ. That's it. That's the key. We have learned areas in our life where we should look at. But never, never lose sight who is the author and perfecter of our faith. See, the practice of watchfulness requires vigilance over ourselves, but it must never end of self, but it should end in the Lord. And I pray that as we would watch and stay awake, as we look at ourselves, we will come to the Lord and say, Lord, help me, restore me, wake my heart again and again. Let us pray. Lord, salamat po sa hapon na ito na we can come and be reminded the importance of being awake to be watchful. Lord, there are areas in our life that, that we have been complacent or, or relaxed. I pray, Lord, that you help us. Teach us, remind us, O oh God, that we are to call to be watchful of our heart and our mind. Also, you've called us to watch against the work of the world, the work of our flesh, and the work of the enemy. You have called us to watch every season of our life. There are purpose that you are teaching us. May it be a teaching moment for us to know you and depend on you. And remind us that we ought to watch for one another. So as we have tackled, Lord, the importance of you returning, I pray that we'll be excited, O oh Lord, for your return. Salamat, Panginoon, for this day that you have brought us. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's all stand. Let's invite the worship team to just come. Let's come and just worship our God. Here I am. Here I am. Here I am. Oh, I bring this sacrifice. I offer. I offer up my life. 
for your return. I pray, O God, that our hearts, our mind may be focused on you. Restore our love. Restore our attention. And may all of us, O Lord, in this place will be so awakened like that bride waiting for the bridegroom. Excited for your return. And as you return, I pray that we will be faithful in the areas that you have called us. I pray, Lord, that you place in us that urgency to do your will in our lives. May we be found faithful as you return. Speak to us, O Lord. Guide us. And I pray for your church to be awakened, to be watchful always. Salamat, Panginoon. Let's just raise a hand and receive the benediction. And let the peace of Christ rule in your heart to which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Lord, thank you that we know you'll be coming back again and we anticipate your return. And as we wait for your return, May we be faithful, worshiping you, giving you glory from our lips, from our hands, and even, Lord, in the meditation of our hearts. We thank you. We worship you. 
In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen, Amen. Let's give the Lord a clap offering. Praise the Lord. Just turn to your neighbor, tell that person, be watchful. Be watchful. Thank you for those who join us online. Hopefully, we'll see you again next Sunday. God bless. Be watchful.